Welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Thanks so much for joining us. Well, we're taking a look at the market trade as we wrapped up last week's action, mostly lower across commodities with the dollar moving higher on Friday. Joining us now to discuss, Christy Van On. She sits with Van On and Company. Christy, great to have you on the show. How are you today? Good. How are you? I am good, Christy. Thanks for joining us here today. Uh, just kind of want to start, take the thousand foot view of the market trade this week. We obviously had the big WASD report. We've had a lot of other um, number of news items in the trade, hot inflation data. Um, man, we got so much going on right now. But I look at the markets. We leaked a little bit lower on Friday's trade with that dollar moving higher. But overall, I mean, we're still holding some pretty good levels here. It just feels like that depending on the day, it's one news item or the other that we keep trading in these markets, Christy. Yeah, I'm, I'm personally pretty disappointed with how grains are trading. Um, you're never going to hear me come out and say I'm like that ultra bullish individual, but uh, I definitely think that the market could justify going higher with the numbers that we got from USDA. So this is the third report in a row that we've seen friendly numbers for corn and we're about five cents higher than where we were prior to that first friendly corn report. So you're digesting that information and then you're unable to do anything with it, which is really disappointing. Uh, we got a friendly report here in um, soybeans and then you follow that up with a slew of private sales to China for this year's soybeans, which this market has been waiting for. And we finally got them and we got a huge one followed up by really great sales throughout it. And getting over a million and a half a million metric ton of soybeans to China over the last three days and the market can't do anything with it. And so it has been disappointing. We know that you have this harvest pressure that continues through this time frame, but overall, I think the numbers could justify it. You know, today, Friday, it's been a lot of Fridays that feel like that risk off stance that you come in here, people restabilize before the weekend and you do have that selling pressure show up. I also think that you probably have a little bit of that psychological $7 corn, $14 soybeans that's holding the market back as well. You went right where I was going to go next. It just feels like we can't bust through $7 corn, $14 beans. It just seems like that is this big weight that has been over this market for quite some time, Christy. And, you know, you, you mentioned harvest pressure. And I think some traders, you know, not wanting to maybe get long into the weekend with the headlines. But, man, I, I mean... $7 corn, $14 beans, it just feels like we've just been stuck here for, for months and months, it feels like, Christy. Yeah, I, I would say corn for the last month and a half has been feeling like watching paint dry. It's just not mm -hmm. going to do anything. And, and that's okay. You know, to be honest, it's how corn, how soybeans are reacting right now is far better than if they were to come in here and drop like a rock through out this time frame. So it's not all that bad that they're not able to do anything with the information. It's just what comes moving forward. And I do think that USDA has been very proactive in their production cuts uh, leading up to this report, nailing down your kind of your harvested acres. And so I wonder if you're not even, you know, going to say USDA kind of say, hey, we're good for the rest of the year, November, December, maybe let's just play it off. Let's let those reports kind of skip through, don't really change much, and then come and really fine tune everything into the January report. And that wouldn't surprise me if you do see that, which could make the rest of 2022 a little bit on the quiet side for futures, 
given without, you know, some crazy things from Federal Reserve that we're going to start seeing here next month. And then everything that's happening with Russia and Ukraine, you continue to get those stories out there. It does sound like they want to go back. Russia wants to go back on their agreement uh, to ship out grain out of Ukraine. Um, and that might just be one of those, you know, hate to call them stunts because they have real consequences behind them. But it could be just one of those things that you continuously have every couple weeks of Russia coming in here and disrupting things out of out of that area. Yeah, very, very true. And I know that's got its impacts uh, in this wheat market uh, a lot as well. We'll talk wheat in a minute. I, I want to segue to the cash side of the market, though. For quarter beans, you know, we think about harvest ongoing and we got other issues like the low water on the Mississippi and the river situation. We have the potential of a rail strike back on the table. There's a lot of things logistically going on. Basis, I know, you know, we're seeing a lot of basis issues along the river, yet some areas in the interior remaining fairly strong still. So I'd love just, you know, your thoughts with the cash side of things. What are you seeing and hearing, especially in your area there in the upper Midwest right now, Christy? Yeah. So in West Central Minnesota right now, we're kind of wrapping up bean harvest and uh, quite a few local elevators have non have now gone to cash only on delivery if they're not priced. You know, they're not even charging you for DP. They're not allowing that. Um, that's happened in the past before. Typically in the past before, though, when you see those kind of situations, you're seeing some really, really unfavorable basis levels. This seems a little bit opposite. This seems like basis is still strong, but they just want it cashed out and they want to be able to move it right away. I think you look at kind of the unknowns that they're dealing with right now. Are they going to be able to get on the rail three months from now? Are they going to be able to ship it, you know, three months from now? And so I think that plays into that role. The nice thing is that we have favorable basis levels for the most part, even though they're forcing you to cash out, you know, things could be much worse. I've seen 75, I've seen 95 under for basis levels around here, and they are hanging around that 30 to 50. So you do see that they're not trying to kind of um, overcharge you. It's just that they want to get their ducks in a row. And I think that's what you're going to start to see is that situation. I also think you're going to see a stronger basis push in the beginning, you know, post harvest to end of the year, just because they can get everything lined up. They might know everything before things get backlogged. And so I think those are all what you're going to deal with moving forward. We know that ethanol has been hit or miss. One thing, though, when you look at some areas is that we've seen extreme drought through so many cattle areas. And so I do think that, you know, on the ethanol side of things, DDGs could be very, very helpful um, for that portion of ethanol profitability. And so I think the stories are there that you can line up and see favorable basis. But we have to remember that if you do have that disruption, even the littlest bit of disruption seems to kind of like snowball itself into a much bigger one. So I think the key here is being ahead of the game and being proactive when you see those opportunities in front of you. And I think that you may see some of those here into the December timeframe, especially for the corn market. Well, Christy, great insight, great stuff. If folks want to work with you and the team there at Van On and Company, what is the best way to get a hold of you? You can call us at 1-800-648-5494. Well, I know as well, you can find them online, vanonco.com. With that, Christy Van On, she's with Van On and Company. Thanks for joining us here today. We appreciate the time and have a great one. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. 
And again, that is Christy Van On. She sits with Van On and Company in Minnesota, and we appreciate her time and insight here into the market trade on today's episode of American Ag Today. Again, the markets were down with wheat leading the way to the downside on Friday. Weekly export sales were pretty dismal, although on the soybean side, China stepped in last week. So we'll see how that is reflected this week in the export sales. That's going to do it for American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.